Welcome to Take It From The Iron Woman. My name is Susanne Müller, your host and the Iron Woman. This podcast is about empowering yourself and others to make real changes in the world. You will hear from everyday, smart, sophisticated, hip people like you and me. Not everybody has to be an Iron Woman to impress the world. Together, we will learn from the sports and business leaders how you can become a more successful person as an entrepreneur or a leader. It's one step at a time, one day at a time. Take your steps now. Take your big steps now. Join me on this journey to success. Take it from the Iron Woman. We only have special guests. And today we go back to Kevin Strauss. He's the CEO of Uchi. We spoke about Uchi already. Emotional health and innovation consultant, speaker and author. My focus is what drives behavior. But today we want to talk about Iron Man. Welcome, Kevin. Tell us about your Iron Man and how you train other people to become Iron Men or Iron Women. Wow. Thank you, Suzanne. That is such an open-ended kind of question. <laughs> Tell us about Iron Man, the journey. Iron Man is a journey in and of itself. I started out with triathlon as a promise to a friend. She asked me if I wanted to do a triathlon, and I said, no, I don't know how to swim. <laughs> My background is bike riding, but not competitive, just riding around the neighborhood. I promised her, okay, if you want to do this sprint distance triathlon, I'll do it with you. Just let me know when to sign up and we'll do that. All the while thinking she'd forget, it would just pass and that would be the end of it. Eight months later, she contacts me and she's, all right, Kevin, it's time to register. I'm what? <laughs> a promise is a promise. I made the promise. I only had a mountain bike at the time with front end suspension. It was a hardtail. And I didn't know how to swim. I could breaststroke. I've never been a swimmer. I've had fear of water issues my whole life. I was like 31 years old at the time that this was happening. I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to get over this fear of water and learn how to swim, I have to just commit. I committed to going to the pool five days a week for two months straight. I was just going to get in the water go back and forth and learn. And on the very first day, I recruited another friend who grew up swimming. He was always on swim team. We're 31-year-old men. And the first thing we did was just drop to the bottom of the pool and blow bubbles because I could never <clears throat> equalize the pressure. So long story short, five days a week, go to the pool. I started with just 30 minutes of breaststroke. Then I would do like one length of freestyle and it was horrible and three lengths of breaststroke. But eventually, I could do 30 minutes of freestyle. Again, it was horrible, but I could do it. And then in August of 2001, I had planned a three-week backpacking trip to the northern slopes of Alaska. I figured that would get me in training for this September triathlon. But then September came around, and I'd only gone on a couple of bike rides. I hadn't run at all. I learned how to swim. And then it was time for the race. We go to the race and my friend is sick. She's not going to race. I'm, are you kidding me? I did this whole thing just because we were going to do this together. But I had recruited a couple of other friends that I do a lot of rock climbing with. 
And we were thinking about getting into adventure racing because back then the eco challenge was a really mm-hmm. big deal. And we were thinking about that with our backpacking and our rock climbing background and our adventure background and mountain biking and everything. I recruited my two other friends and we get to the race and it's an ocean swim and the water is too rough. So they cancel the swim. I did all this training to learn how to swim and they canceled the swim. What a story. They turned it into a duathlon, those run, bike, run. It was horrible. It was brutal. It was just terrible on a mountain bike with knobby tires. (laughs) I got through it. We all got through it. And I was like, man, I really just, I learned how to swim. I want to do a triathlon. Then I learned about the Columbia Triathlon. I live in Columbia, Maryland. It turns out the start, finish, and the lake where you swim is only a mile and a half from my house. You have no excuse. I was, oh my God, this is fantastic. It's an Olympic distance, not a sprint distance. It's a little further, but I can train on the course. I was like, oh man, I'm doing this. I train, I train, blah, 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 blah. My goal is three hours. It's a solid time for an Olympic distance. I came in at 2.58.30, mm-hmm. totally hit my goal. Got to swim, got the bike. I borrowed my brother's 10-speed bike. And that was really how it all got started. Because as soon as I finished that real full triathlon, I was like, oh, That was good, but I know I can do it better. If I change this, if I do that, if I try this, I can do it better. That's kind of how it started. My career ended up being six years of just doing that one Olympic distance race in my my neighborhood. And then at that point, I feel like I could do more. I've got this Olympic distance down pretty well. I'll give it a go for a half Ironman. (laughs) Then I did a half Ironman. It was hard. (laughs) We know. But it's, the Olympic distance is so cool. This is the coolest distance that there is. And this is where the Ironman box starts because it's easy. It's three hours. It's fun. It's easy, but you need to train for it. If you're mm-hmm. in decent shape, you can always do that. But then the half Ironman and then the next step, the big Yeah, the half Ironman. Now you really got to be mindful of your hydration, your nutrition. Mm-hmm. The training volume is so much more than an yeah. Olympic the time commitment, everything. I did half Ironman for several years, still doing the Olympic distance because it's in my neighborhood. Then I was at a point after about 10 years of doing triathlon, I was at a point and I was like, should I quit? That's the end of do something else? Or do I just go on and do an Ironman? I'm in pretty good shape these days. I might as well just go do an Ironman. That is a much bigger leap. (laughs) The leap from Olympic to half is significant, but from half to full, much more. But I made that commitment and I had my goals, but I read this great article in Triathlete Magazine. I got to give credit to Triathlete Magazine because I learned a lot of great stuff. When I read this one article about goals or something, and so often we get so preoccupied with our finish time. And that's basically the only goal. And if I don't hit my finish time, then it was a failure. In my third triathlon ever, I didn't improve and I thought I was a total failure. I didn't PR. And my neighbor actually says, you're not going to PR at every race. That's really true. From that magazine article, thinking about Ironman, coming up with other goals other than just time goals. One of my goals was getting to the start line healthy to race. Not like, oh, is my my hamstring going to cramp up? Do I have shin splint? Have I had GI problems the last couple of days? There's so much that can go wrong. Mm. But getting to the starting line ready to race, I can Mm. give it my all. Whatever happens, happens. But I'm here ready Mm. to go. I didn't catch a cold in the last week or two. I really appreciated 
having other goals. One of my other goals for Ironman was to finish the race with no blisters, no sunburn, and no chafing. I hit all three of those goals. There's so many different perspectives. Mm -hmm. Of course, everybody does their own race and has their own goals. I had time goals also. <laughs> it's not just about mm -hmm. time. There's so many other wonderful things. Something else I think in that same article was thinking about race day. And I'm not a professional. Thinking about race day as a celebration mm -hmm. of all that training. Because race day is just one day. But you train for, some people train for a year. What if something happens on race day? You know, make it a celebration and it's a whole different mindset. I got so much more relaxed. We are setting a goal and we're disappointed when we don't hit the goal. But mm -hmm. if we rephrase it a little bit and say, hey, this is a celebration. I always think when you train for a marathon, you train for three months. And then at you're least. like, this is the, <laughs> at least if not more. But this is the cherry on the cake or the dessert on the menu. Be nice to yourself and don't think, obviously, you and I, were not professionals. We're not going to win the race. It's about finishing and it's about being happy at the finish line also. We do so much stuff in life. At work, you have a report, you have a project, you have a meeting, whatever. There, or at school, I have to get the GPA. I have to score well on the SAT or graduate top of my classroom. You know, there's a whole journey going on. And this is what I tell my athletes all the time. If you're doing Ironman just because you want the tattoo or you want the medal, <laughs> just to say that I, I'm an Ironman, if that's your only reason for doing it, it's going to be a brutal process mostly. Because if you don't like the training, I happen to love the training. I love the day in and day out training. But if you don't like the training, and I hear it all the time from people, oh, I can't stand running. I hate it. Why are you doing this? What is Iron Man serving for you? The same thing with all these other goals you said in real life. Why are you really doing that? What really matters? Is it the journey? Is it the destination? We all know life is a journey. What is life's is the whole point of life to die? Because that's no. that's the end of the journey. Is that what you're living for? To die? No. No. It's about celebrating and Obviously, there is a total hype when we see the professionals and they try to be under nine hours, under eight hours, and we're like, oh, I can do that too. My goal was to be under 17. As you said, it's a journey. It's not that one day that is so important. We all pray for good weather, no rain, no nothing, no <laughs> right. GI problems. No mechanical. Now you said you're happen. training others. What do you see with others? How do you help them? <laughs> After years and years of, of doing triathlon, I've learned so much. I had to solve my own hypoglycemic problems, or another way of saying it, my bonking or hitting the wall problems. I went to doctors. They had no idea. I was basically bonking regularly during workouts. I used to have to take a gel before going to a spin class, or I might get shaky and lightheaded by the end of the spin class and be ready to pass out. So I had to solve these issues. And then I've been injury-free my entire career. That's unheard of. I don't know a single person that's been injury-free for their whole career. Now, don't get me wrong. I've had aches and pains and things, but I've never missed a season. I've never missed a race that I registered for because of injury. And teaching and training people properly, which I don't mind saying that most coaches don't understand this because most coaches mm -hmm. have had injuries. Most coaches have athletes who get injured. What I've learned is there's so many things that we believe to be true in the running, swimming, and biking industry 
overuse industries and the 10% rule. All of that, in my opinion, is complete falsity. It's just not true. It's people don't know how to train properly. They don't know how to fuel themselves properly. Quite honestly, most people out there don't understand it, including dietitians, physicians, physical therapists, coaches. They don't know this stuff either. I see professional athletes having the same kinds of problems mm -hmm. that age groupers have with GI distress. Give us some insight on the GI because I saw Daniela Reef in the half Ironman competition. She couldn't finish because she had GI issues. So what is it? Of course, any given day, you never know what's going to happen. You just don't know. There's nutrition, there's hydration, and there's electrolytes. And good on Gatorade for coming out with that back in the 80s or 70s or whatever that was. But Gatorade is mostly sugar. Now they've mm -hmm. changed their formulas lately and there's so much less sugar. But one of the all-time biggest problems with sports nutrition, even outside of triathlon, but football, basketball, whatever, sports nutrition is still primarily sugar. I could get into the biochemistry and organic chemistry of it all, but basically sugar is going to cause you GI distress. If you have too much, then you start getting sour sugar or sour stomach, and it's going to come out one end or the other. You're going to get bloated. You're going to get gassy. You're going to have diarrhea. You're going to be vomiting. You're going to just be uncomfortable. You're going to be crampy. Sugar is really one of the all-time evils of nutrition, and especially when you're exercising hard. And people, oh, it's natural sugar. It's honey. It, it doesn't matter if it's natural or vedic or whatever. It doesn't matter. A sugar molecule is a glucose molecule is a glucose molecule. A fructose molecule is a fructose molecule. It doesn't matter if it comes from honey or if it's table sugar or if it's molasses. It doesn't matter. It's still the same molecule. Just for the people out there, you, people need to know that fructose, the only way your body can process fructose is through your liver. Even fructose from fruit, your liver has to process that. So fructose is basically as bad for you as alcohol. And we all know alcohol is poison. I understand moderation. Do what you want. The only way your body can process fructose, I'm not talking high corn syrup fructose, high fructose corn syrup. I'm talking about just fructose. Your liver is the only thing that can process that. So it's a load on your liver. And your liver is just obviously a key organ. Simple carbs will spike your blood sugar, which spike your insulin. That'll mess you up, especially when you're exercising hard. My number one rule for my athletes is if something's working for you, keep doing it. Doesn't matter what I say. That's my number one rule for my athletes. Whatever I'm sharing with you, whatever advice I give, if you've got something that works for you, then just keep doing that. But as soon as it's not working for you, let's discuss it. I'm sort of whispering to you on the side. I know that eventually it's not going to work for you because I've been around <laughs> the industry and I've been doing this long enough to know when it's not going to work for you. Sugar is hands down one of the worst, worst things you can do during training or racing or just day-to-day -day life. I come from Switzerland where we eat. We live on chocolate. I grew up on chocolate. Let's finish on a high note. So what advice would you give in one minute? What If somebody wants to become an Ironman, what is the most important thing? Do it for yourself, not because you're trying to prove anything. A lot of people don't realize this subconsciously. A lot of people, I believe, still do these big endurance events because they believe 
that if they finish this big endurance event, they'll matter. They'll have value. They'll be important. They'll be loved. That is not the right reason to do it. And I'll be honest with you, that's pretty much where most of my triathlon career came from. If I do this for another race, I'll have value. I'll matter. I'll be loved. And this is deep, deep down emotional health stuff. Do it for the right reasons. Do it because you want to challenge yourself. You want to see what you can do, believing in yourself. You love training. You love swimming, biking, running. Do it for the right reasons and you'll have a blast. No, this is a good ending. Have a blast. I think Ironman should be fun. Maybe the professionals would not agree with us. But as a non-professional, it should be, it's not our job. It should be fun. It should be enjoyable. And it's a journey. Thank you so much, Kevin. I learned a lot and I'll have a little less sugar. Always fun to a person who went to the Ironman experience. It is an experience. It is a journey. Just for one day, we train a lot. Take it from the Iron Woman. We have episodes every Monday. Don't miss out. And the book is here for you to read and enjoy. And check out Uchi. Kevin is the CEO of Uchi, where we can learn how to connect on a deeper level. Thank you for your support and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.